0: In this bonus episode of Fictional Hangover, we talk about reading Jonathan Harker, revenge stories, Godzilla stomping around, how we did not, in fact, plan a murder, and Kelly D in the house. In our discussion of Go Hunt Me with Kelly DeVos. Kelly <laughs> D in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Fictional Hangover, a podcast about young adult and new adult books, series, authors, and voice actors that is full of spoilers. I'm Amanda.
1: And I'm Claire, and today we're going to talk to Kelly DeVos, author of Go Hunt Me. Enjoy! (laughs) (laughs) Is it time? It is very much time. If we take any longer, blood is going to go more than just my face and my hands. I know, I'm
0: surprised (laughs) these corpses have lasted for so long. I feel
1: reanimated.
0: <laughs> Wait, we're not talking zombies in this one. Not We've this. already talked about Kelly's zombie book in the past tense. But I can smell fish. I love
2: zombies though. I'm always happy to talk about zombies. Like I could talk about zombies for hours and hours. So Excellent.
1: Well we'll Excellent. get to that after the Would yeah. You Rather because it's going to happen. Yes, yeah, <laughs> okay. it's going to happen. But right it now happens. it's time for Would You Rather. Pew Pew Pew, 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 pew
0: and- would You Rather is extra special fantastic today because we are joined by the author. Mm-hmm. Yay. In my witch hat. <laughs> In your witch hat. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome,
1: Kelly. Thank you so much for joining us today. So excited. So Yay. excited. Right, I'm just going to dive straight into the Would You rathers because I feel like we're going to keep you for a long time. So we're we yeah. on social media. Would You Rather star? In a horror movie, as Amanda is today, or would you like to write/slash direct a horror movie as I have failed to today? (laughs) (laughs) On Facebook, 60% said write or direct. On Instagram, it was 67% for write or direct. On Twitter, 89% said they would write or direct. But on TikTok, Which comes as no surprise to anybody. Eighty-three percent are storing in horror movies. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) We'll go through some quick comments as well, just to give you some idea of the flavor of "Would you rather" responses that we like. Colin on Facebook, he said. I'd have to star. I'm too fucking fabulous to be behind the camera. Because <laughs> the star always gets the groupies, which, let's be fair, is why all the big actors do it. I mean, every time you see Tom Hanks, he's just dripping in pussy. That...
0: Okay, look, that comment,
1: wow.
2: that makes they really me of to Like They just took it to the next level, for <laughs> sure. Oh, that's, that's an average comment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, let's do some non-super over-the-top responses. Constance on Facebook says, I love being behind the scenes when it comes to movies or plays. I have a great recipe for fake blood that tastes like chocolate. Oh, we need Me to get too. that. Me too, Constance. Constance is your yeah.
1: baker friend. She knows all the secrets. She yeah. knows.
2: But then, like, what? You just go around licking your blood all the time and just being like... Yeah. yeah.
1: Going by the, the sub comments you did, they had like a, a blood licking party, which sounds really disgusting, but mm-hmm. it was just after the theatre show and they had lots of excess Baker blood. It's fine. Really hungry, it's though. reasonable. <laughs> Bree on Facebook said, I'd rather play Puppet Master with everyone and their lines. I will create the next cheesy cult classic, but the, like, the classy kind? No. Birdmanics? I've never heard of that. Birdemics, Like a pandemic with birds? Oh no. Oh no. We know know Claire's feelings on birds. Fake blood and gore will fly everywhere.
0: Mystery Science Theatre 3000 is what those letters are, Claire.
1: Yes, I'm squinting. I'm squinting. (laughs) (laughs) We'll make fun of it for years. Bree, you don't need Mystery Science Theatre 3000 to do that. You've got Fictional Hangover 3000. Yeah, for sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) let's see Um, Annie on Facebook wants to star because directing actors sounds like trying to herd cats
1: probably true probably true we did have some comments from your library as well Amanda we did um, one of them wants
0: to star and they say put me in a Stephen King or Rob Zombie movie please they are my favourite movie makers and I would love to work alongside Rob and Moon Zombie
1: Nice.
2: yeah put me in a rob zombie movie too i'm here for that yeah Is a
1: new one coming out or c- out?
0: yeah i think so right like it's coming out pretty soon i think so i think yeah. so i feel like i saw a trailer yeah one of the last horror movies that i went to
1: mm. Mm. i like the uh the comment more this sounds awful more for the penmanship than anything else that you sent through it came <laughs> from the library cue screaming
0: yeah, ah! yeah. perfect <laughs> There's another one, um, and we I know who wrote this one. It's they, they want to write a horror movie, and they have ideas for a few. We have sat at the circulation desk, like, making terrible ideas for movies. I'm pretty sure the last one had something to do with a lawnmower. No, 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 it wasn't a lawnmower. It was um, um, a Roomba, a vacuum cleaner <laughs> that... <laughs> that is murderous so the lawnmower
2: already was a horror movie do you guys remember from like the 90s lawnmower man yes yes that
1: was the
0: inspiration for the uh for the (laughs) rumors
1: my favorite random one is the tire the murderous tire yes it's
0: called rubber and it's fantastic
1: oh my gosh so you
0: haven't seen that one kelly
1: no i need to get on that rubber it Uh is just it's proper B-movie horror fantasticness. It's yeah. better than it should has any right to be. It is literally a murderous tire. It is. <laughs> Ooh, I feel like we need to check. Why are we're, we why we're just talking movies? Have you seen The Frighteners with Michael J. Fox? No. Oh, my God. Amanda, why do we talk to these people? No offense. I don't know. <laughs> our our author to... last
0: week, yeah. Amy McCaw, had not watched it or heard of it either.
2: Oh, I got it. I mean, like this is new and different.
1: Oh my god! Nineteen ninety-six, Michael J. Fox movie, written and directed by Peter Jackson, called Frighteners*. Oh my gosh! Who knew? I didn't know that. Us. that starring um, us.
2: who is it? Well, you guys, <laughs> know Jake Busey. You can't really judge yes. it by that. <laughs>
0: All right, so so you are are you starring in a movie? Is that what you said just a moment ago? You're going to star in a horror movie? Oh, goodness, no.
2: I'm directing no? it for sure. Okay. I just feel a lot better when terrifying things are happening to other people. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, all I want ever in my life is to star in a horror movie. And I'm so excited that I get to be a scare actor in The Haunted House coming up soon. Oh, that's um, going to be fun. It's going to be great. If I'm not covered in blood, head to toe every night, then I'm doing something wrong.
1: You are. You really, really are. I yeah, mean, to be, to be fair, food. even if you're just working the ticket booth, you're going to cover yourself in blood.
0: You know, if I'm just, if I'm just there, I just outside, I'm not even involved in it, but I'm just covered in blood. That's, <laughs> just
2: do it that's, for free. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's me all the time. It's just a regular like Tuesday. Oh, Amanda's covered in
1: blood again. No Today, one is I mean,
0: why? <laughs> no one is
1: surprised. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Claire,
0: I've what are you been doing? Struggling
1: with this one because like, I've done, you know, murder mystery things where you go and you know, obviously solve the murder and. Yeah. When we were there, like me and my group got mistaken for being actors oh. because we joined in so much, and then we actually were asked, "Do you want to join the troupe?" But we couldn't get there. It was based in Whitby. Oh, Um we couldn't get there all the time. It was t- it was like two hour drive. Um, and I am a bit of a driver queen, apparent according to the child. And I am a bit over the top again, according to the child. But I'd love to write and direct.
2: So Whitby, that's like the town where Bram Stoker went to like investigate Dracula, right? Like that's kind well, of like the little fictionalized that's, that's, town. That Whitby is where Dracula
1: landed right right so yeah. that's interesting yeah that's where dracula and there is no grave in whitby before anybody asks for dracula there are literal signs around the town really
2: there's no why would anyone think that there would be because, because like...
1: people are morons
2: <laughs> <laughs> so somebody had to post a sign there's no dracula's grave here yeah okay. nice okay <laughs> I think somebody needs to just make one.
1: <laughs> well, it's <laughs> tempting. You could do it as a tourist attraction. The doo doo vampire yeah. balls and stuff and would be fun times. Oh,
0: that would be so great. Of course
1: it would. <sighs> I
0: know. All right. Let's move on to our next question. Yes. Would you rather kill for a movie deal? Or kill for half a million dollars? Either way, you're a murderer. Yeah, right. <laughs> a murderer.
2: Well, for me personally, I would definitely rather kill for a movie deal. I just feel like that's the gift that keeps on giving, especially for writers. Um, because if the movie gets any recognition at all, you it's like a commercial that plays on and on for your books and for your work. And you can sell more books and publish more stuff once you've got a movie deal. I think that's why authors are so into getting them. It's not necessarily that people make lots of money off of them. It's just that it's like a big commercial for your books. So, yeah,
1: I, I'm kill for the movie deal. Yeah. I think more and more now movies are being you know I it used to be if a certain actor was in a movie, that would be the driving force. But now mm-hmm. it's directors and producers and writers, it's the people behind the scenes. There's no. not a lot of like a list celebrities anymore. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, think like Cruise I- is like the biggest one I can think of. Ooh. He he would he doesn't do TV. He makes a movie. That movie is going to get people through the door, right?
0: Yeah, but at, like at the same time, I will see anything made by Jordan Peele if his name is attached to it. I'm there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. exactly. Or Doing's uh, good. like like Bloomhouse, all of their movies, I'm there. Yeah, see, doesn't if, matter
1: if Sam Rockwell's name is attached to anything. I will go and see that. <laughs>
0: I feel like if I'm answering this question, I am going to also go for a movie deal because, like, you can – it's a gift that keeps on giving. You can just you can just keep making movies and everyone's going to come and see it. But, you know, once the money's gone,
1: it's gone. Yeah, You're going to have to kill someone else. Investments. <laughs> yeah.
2: And half a million dollars is not that – I mean, it's a lot of money, of course, but it's not like –
1: It's more than the pound at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Political satire.
2: I don't know that like you're gonna be able to just like live happily ever after with only a happy half a million dollars, you know, like in with inflation. Like probably like eggs are gonna cost half a million dollars in in three weeks.
0: (laughs) Probably. You're probably right. It's just not enough.
1: I'm living through Brexit. It's already there. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going movie deal because at least the way I see it is if you get a sweet ass movie deal. But you're getting a wage from it. But then, conventions. Mm, oh, yeah. You can live the convention scene based on one classic <laughs> movie. You, could, you That is a sweet, sweet It's not a lot, but you can do it. You can sell your own stuff while you're there, charge for your autographs, your meet and greets, and you can just work the convention scene. And then you can even do, like, you know, the, the, the people can you, you bid on the Zoom things and you can get a personalised Zoom call off people. Yeah classic Amazing.
0: yeah you're right you know, 100% and
1: i guess if you do
2: something really interesting in your in the movie or there's something really interesting maybe you could even do like cameo you know and just charge people 20 dollars to say happy birthday or, or something like that
1: you, you can bruce campbell the shit out of a single movie deal just look i mean he, he he you know he's bffs with sam raimi so it's gonna work for him and he's always gonna get the cameo mm-hmm. but it's kind of like it's like friend of Sam Raimi. You know Bruce Campbell's going to be in. You see a movie with certain act, like uh, certain directors. If James Gunn is one of them, if you're friends with James Gunn, like Nathan Fillion, you're going to just end up being in the movie in some way, some place. Yeah. You know you, and then just work the convention scene. He never had to work after Firefly, Nathan Fillion. Yeah. But he still does, and he's precious. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's very handsome.
2: <laughs> He <laughs> can be in my movie; that'd be fine.
1: Yeah, that's all we need. Did you ever see Slither with him? The horror movie? It's no, bad. no, oh, I haven't God. seen that. It, it, it's it it's a, it is a James Gunn movie, and it's like the first big budgeted movie he ever made. And it's a horror movie. And it's made of snakes. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> ooh, yeah. Whenever that's I hungry. get really hungry, well, hungry, and I go, "I'm so hungry." It's because I'm recreating. It's really fun. We're giving you homework, Kelly. You need to watch the frighteners and Slither. We're going to make your October full of good horror movies. Oh, we are! I appreciate this. Always looking for more.
0: Yeah. question. Did you mention rubber again? Rubber and the frighteners and Slither and (laughs) I
2: know. I have three movies now.
0: At least you need to just start a tally because by the end of our time together, you're going to have a list. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll make it... The, the list is going to be in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> These movies you must watch, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so you've got your movie deal. You've got your sweet-ass movie deal. You killed many people to get this sweet-ass movie deal. You I thought I just had to kill one. That was the original question. If I have to kill many
2: people, I want a big movie deal. I mean, like, you're talking about Lord of the Rings. I'm only killing one person for a movie. If... If, if I have that, to kill that's many the ratio. people, I want like Lord of the Rings style movie.
1: Oh, oh, we're going for Oscars as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll kill <laughs> one person Best Picture. for
2: a regular, ordinary movie, and I will, I, but I will only kill many people for a big blockbuster movie.
1: <laughs> okay, so you've killed one person for that sweet ass movie yeah. deal. You are writing it, you are directing it, but are you going to make that movie at Castle Prohova or on Mummy Mountain? Yeah. So I,
2: I thought this question was kind of hard because it really depends on the kind of movie, you know, um, in Arizona, Mummy Mountain is where the richest people live. So like Alice Cooper, for instance, lives on Mummy Mountain. So it's like when you go there, it's almost creepy because it's like all these gated houses and they've got dozens of cameras pointed out everywhere. And if you even linger in the street, somebody comes out and they're like, what are what are you doing here? So like, i if it's like an eat the rich kind of movie i would make it on mummy mountain but if it's like a straight up like scary horror kind of thing i do it at castle Prohova. it just i think it depends on like the tone and like what what the movie is saying mm.
0: i feel like right now it needs to be a horror movie because well yeah. you know it's october yeah so then i'd do it in the castle
1: i feel like i would want to go to the castle too
2: yeah let's <laughs> all go castle. to the castle. we're all going Yes, I
1: want to go at the castle, but I would love to do a found footage horror movie on Mummy Mountain.
2: Mm. Yeah. That could yeah. be great. I mean, you could almost film it with all the people's little cameras that they've got pointed everywhere, which I think would kind of be like really, in- lo- really interesting. Just like all these cuts from these various ca- house cameras that people yes. have got pointed all over the place.
0: It's called Ring. It's called Ring,
1: but it's the ring. Right, ring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by. <laughs> Which is what I thought was going to happen in the book. That eventually Alex was going to make a found footage movie based- from Castle Prohova and it was going to be all the security camera footage from around the castle. Cleverly edited together. Oh yeah. So they didn't realise the true who in it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's what I thought was gonna happen. And I was like, Oh, it didn't. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next one that's the sequel
2: <laughs> yeah no, that'll be the sequel the sequel will be like all the movie footage that she stole
1: <laughs> uh, that, that's her um, university, her college thesis that's what she puts together that movie
0: right. so great we definitely need a Go Hunt Me you know, part two <laughs> I would we need love it. to
2: write one I'm
0: dying to write one <laughs> we need it, we're here for it definitely We'll we'll buy the first copies. Oh, thank you. Well, then at least I would sell two.
2: That'd be good. Yes.
0: <laughs> hey, it's perfect. You know, and we've got a pretty we've got a pretty good following of people that will buy the books that we talk about. So, you know, there's like at you least know, six or eight that you
1: that you sold. Are yes, that's true. <laughs> oh, and then there's we my library use as well. Don't forget. That's true, so we do. So even if people buy it, do, we, ha- we do have a, a good amount of people who do borrow. I know, that's true. It's
2: wonderful when people get books from the library. I love it. It's, like, it's lovely when people post the pictures too because you get to see the library binding and it looks so nice and it's just like, oh, I've got a fancy
0: book in the library that's
2: covered in fancy plastic.
0: <laughs> yeah, and there's so many stickers all over the spine and I the know, barcode but... is probably covering up something important on the back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know, right? Like, my name or something? No, just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is by Kelly D. What?
1: <laughs> Kelly D. Kelly You're D. Kelly D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. What a bit night you said. It's Kelly D in the house. Kelly D.
0: Right. <laughs> oh, stop oh it, that stop makes it. me happy. Okay, next question. And this is a long one. Would you rather be part of a Hollywood power couple, which will guarantee you the privilege of picking whatever project you want to do, but you don't get all the glory and recognition, or are you going to go it alone? You'll be on the indie scene for a long time, but you have your integrity and your vision. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like
2: what integrity <laughs> 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 just um, no I'm totally doing the power couple as long as I don't have to get stuck with one of those terrible couple names you know like Brangelina or whatever Ooh, I yeah. do not want that but I want to be in a power couple because I just feel like on a basic level it's just more fun to have somebody with you doing things you know like just have a partner in crime so to speak yeah.
1: can I have a power couple where I'm not romantically involved with the other person are you already in a power couple like the two of you guys yeah what? well yeah so you know we're not romantic <laughs> so you already bond. have that
0: yeah we're, a, I mean, we're, we're no a problem non-sexual power couple Woo, yes check. done <laughs> <Dun-s-y>. <laughs> oh but now we need a name
2: i know what's your little couple name <gasps> gonna be our,
1: yeah oh will have, have to have to mash them together again i'm already one my friends call us um claire because we're worth it. And oh, great. yeah, um, that's good.
0: That's okay, really so you great. have a couple name,
2: too. Everything is coming together. It's coming up roses over here.
1: <laughs> we, we, we need... We, we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll comment that one, I think. Yeah, <laughs> can, yeah. I will power couple. it, for sure. Comments. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I feel like I have to be in a power couple, too. But... Yeah. I mean, that's just the way to go.
1: It's where the money is. Especially... Okay.
0: Especially if it's a mashup of of me and you, Claire.
1: Definitely. It's where the gore is.
0: It is. It's all blood all the time.
1: You did teach me how to do this. I had too much fun. I did.
0: I I virtually taught you how to make your head wounds.
1: I have so many head wounds now. (laughs) I I did not stop. (laughs) I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm really proud. Next and last, would you rather? Would you rather hammer someone? It it hurts by the way, just as <laughs> bad, yeah,
2: I can imagine.
1: Sword someone or push someone down the stairs.
2: Yeah. Okay, well I'm going with push someone down the stairs. And I just feel like it's way more flexible. Like you could say it was an accident, you could deny it, you could say they fell. You could buy a lot of time just making up excuses why this person went tumbling down the stairs. So that's kind of like what I would I would go with.
1: That's true, because even if they felt the push, you could see well, I I've tripped and I couldn't. I put my hands out to save myself, right. and accidentally, you went flying down for ten flights of stone steps and are now dead at the bottom.
0: Right, or yeah. you
1: know, I mean,
2: like if you hammer somebody, you got to come up with an explanation for why you did that, and <laughs> you're probably gonna get caught. So,
0: you can blame it on the Dracula mask.
2: I know, right? Right? It wasn't. Read my book, and it'll just
0: explain all all about how to get out of it. Yes, <laughs> I mean, Alex, she's got it going, so yep. it'll be perfect. <laughs> my old girl. <laughs> yeah, I feel um. like I mean that's probably the one that you'll be able to get away with pushing someone down the stairs yeah that's what I
2: think and I think it would be a long time before they'd be able to like establish one way or the other you know like they would have to do all this forensic investigation and so I feel like I just feel like you'd buy a lot of time to get away or do whatever you wanted
1: yeah yeah you've got to you've got to make sure that if you use the hammer or the sword that they are dead yeah and everyone and around you is dead right there's no and no you get rid of your
2: clothes, and you burn everything. Yeah, so it's a big procedure.
1: At least if it's a head wound, though, like, if it's a strong enough head wound, you have short-term amnesia, so you can't actually remember the seconds beforehand. So there's plausible deniability over you being the one that hammered them. Mm. Especially nope. if you're in the, the the Dracula mask and hood. We're plotting murder here. We might yeah, be plotting perhaps. murder. And we are, yeah. for you know, reasons. reason, Hangover and Kelly DeVos are not plotting murder, planning murder, or in any way we're going to carry out any of the acts that we are I, currently discussing. I, know, right?
2: I feel like we cannot actually do any of these things because we'll be immediate suspects. It's like that woman yeah. that wrote that book about murdering her husband and then did murder her husband. And then the they were like, and here's the evidence. You know, this would be the evidence. So no hammers, no swords, no pushing anyone down the stairs. Like we've right. just got to have a pact
0: right now. Yeah. you. We'll have to figure out another way to murder I someone. I know, right.
2: Another way that we're not going to discuss right now while this is being recorded. Correct. So let's
1: press pause and I'll tell you what I discuss <laughs> with my nurse friend. Uh, she says yes. it's a very good way to get rid of murder.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So that's the end. End of Would You Rather.
1: and of not plotting murder.
0: Right. Yeah. That's the end yeah. of all the murder plots. And now we're going to ask you some other questions. More. <laughs>
1: all
0: right. So, Claire, I feel like you have to ask this first one. or Or do you have to ask the second one? Because of your obsession and all of your homework and your papers and all of your work with Dracula you did. Oh, definitely the second did. one. The second one. Okay. So, first question that we have. Dracula is obviously a figure and a metaphor and not an actual character in Go Hunt Me. So, do you have any plans to write an actual vampire book? But maybe with a twist? Like, you know, your zombies in our other favorite book that we discussed a couple months ago, Eat Your Heart Out?
2: Yeah, I would really love to write a book with actual vampires, um, like for real vampires. I I feel like I've got to come up with like a a new and different way to do it, which is sometimes hard because there's a lot of vampire books. Mm. Um, You know, Aaron Jade Lang just like released that book, Mere Mortals. Have you guys read that yet? Mm -hmm. Which I feel like is one of the most interesting like twists that I've heard of vampires in a while, which is that these vampires like there's some kind of a twist, they become humans and they have to go back to high school. So they're like hundred year old vampires and they're but then they're teenage, more ordinary teenagers in high school. So it's kind of like they start out being vampires and then they have to become human and go back to high school. So I feel like that's a really interesting twist. I'd love to come up with a really different way to do it which I think is sometimes hard when you're talking about something that is so widely written as, as vampires but I'd, I would definitely love to do it. When he wrote Go Hunt Me, I really wanted to think about like, if Bram Stoker were alive today and he were, you know, like he was trying to say certain things about society when he wrote Dracula. And I thought like, what would he be trying to say today? And I kind of thought like today's vampires are like people like the super rich, the one percenters, these kind of like the criminals who are trying really hard to hoard as much wealth as they can you know, usually in ways that are really bad for society as a whole. So I wanted to kind of like take that as an idea. And like, those are my vampires.
1: I suppose they are vampires. They're just not literal bloodsuckers. L- literal bloodsucking right. vampires.
0: There are many other kind of vampires too. Yeah. 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 Like emotional vampires.
1: Sure. Yes. <laughs> We've all seen what we do in the shadows. I'm sure Colin the vampire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh... Claire, have you? Do you have the latest season over? There Not yet?
1: yet. I am distraught, but I have seen one clip, and I've literally it—it it makes my husband like wet himself laughing, figuratively speaking. <laughs> um, and it's uh, Matt Berry's character saying New York City, <laughs> and we have obsessively today been saying that back and forth to each other. Oh my gosh!
2: That's and that's literally
1: all I know. <laughs> Of the, the the third season. It should be coming soon. I hope you. I'm going to have to check now, but we haven't got it yet. I'm absolutely devastated.
0: I feel like this will be a good time to ask a different question that we didn't send to you. But because we're talking, you know, you were talking about different kinds of vampires. What's your favorite kind of vampire?
2: Like my favorite kind to like read about fictionally or.
0: You know, in any way you choose to answer that question. Mm hmm.
2: I feel like my personal favorite kind of vampire are like kind of like the ones in Anne Rice that are like, I hate to say this, but like almost like historical vampires. Like they've lived through all of these various periods of history and they've got like all of these affects of different eras that they've lived in. I feel like that's kind of what I like as a as a reader personally.
0: You're not a, like a sparkly Twilight i That's do love yet. twilight I, mean, I,
2: I do love i mean i like i love vampire. like i love vampires so you know they're all they're all fun
1: yeah <laughs>
0: fun
2: fun friends
1: sparkly but torn it right down
2: yeah i mean i just feel like a lot like the vampire Lestat, for example i just feel like he's so cranky all the time and like i just think that like there was something about that like he was just so maudlin and kind of grumpy that like I felt like, oh, I- that speaks to me. I don't
1: know why, but... I love Lestat. I adore Lestat. I was dressed as Lestat last week. Oh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> you were. Well, Fernanda we was up. also Dracula last week, so...
0: Um, Gary yeah. Oldman's Dracula, though. Cool. We
1: have to be very oh, specific yeah, of Oldman which Dracula, Dracula, Dracula I was, was last week. I always like Lestat because Interview with vampires Vampire is such a defining moment, and, like, vampire literature you go Mm -hmm. up to dracula and then dracula changes the tone of a lot of things Mm -hmm. but then from dracula the next time there's any kind of really historic like literary figure within the vampire world that changes everything is lestat and louis and that is the that they are the creation of the the modern vampire Dracula is very much the culmination of all of the other ones that took place historically and the Slavic and all of the, the mythologies and the folklore but Lestat and Louis are the new ones and you've got two very different characters and it kind of like if you look at vampire diaries with Dim and Stefan you know it's all the way through you have or Buffy you've got Spike and Angel and you know this can go on you have Lestat who he is grumpy he's hungry a lot of the time mm-hmm but he embraces being a vampire. He embraces being a bloodsucker and what he is and his power and his undeadness. Whereas Louis is just miserable <laughs> and he kind of epitomises the, um, you know, the, the, the vampire hunter tries to stake the vampire. I need to end this immortal life and put you at last to rest because you're so dark and broody. And it's right. like, well, no, actually, I'm I'm fine. I just, you know, I can't resolve <laughs> myself to, you know, chow down on people. I was a vegan, and <laughs> the kind of like, they were the the modern vampire template. Mm-hmm. But I like the stat because at least it likes being a vampire.
2: Yeah, I think that all of that is true for sure.
1: Yeah, if I'm if I'm going to
0: be a vampire, I mean, fuck it, I'm going all out. I'm going to be a vampire. You Just get out of the way yeah and that's really all i want in life <laughs>
2: Be a <vampire. laughs> yeah
0: yeah, a I, goal.
2: yeah. <laughs> I tell everybody to get out of the way
0: <laughs> yeah I, you know all vampires all the time that's
1: yeah i'm here for this yeah what about um like movies or tv do you have a favorite movie or tv vampire
2: oh it's definitely the 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 Gary Oldman like the Francis Ford Coppola Dracula for sure I mean I, I know that there's parts of it that are kind of like campy and silly but I just personally love it like I and Winona a writer
1: like I mean to be fair like um, you, you will have to send you the links to actually look at Amanda's um Gary Oldman Dracula cosplay because it's just harsh, <laughs> yeah. perfection so it, it influenced a book like a section in the book um it was just so good. um But yeah, I have problems with that movie. But it's fun. Yeah. It is. Fun. I mean,
2: I just think like he just looked like he was having so much fun. Like when he was playing
1: drag, like then I was having fun. I'm like,
2: oh, you know. Yeah.
1: So, I think it's probably Keanu Reeves I've got most problems with. I don't know. Uh... Keanu Reeves, like, you know, as he's gotten older, he's gotten much finer. But Jonathan Harker, my gosh, you're such a wiener. I mean, to be fair, Jonathan <laughs> Harker in, the, in, Dr- in Bram Stoker's Dracula book is an absolute wiener. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, that character's really terrible. Like, he's super passive, <laughs> right? Through the whole thing, he's just like, "What am I gonna do? I guess I'll just sit here in this castle and hope somebody comes saves me." Okay, now I'm out of the castle. What am I gonna do? I guess I'll write more letters to my fiance. Oh, what? I mean, it's like it's not a like dynamic character at all, really. So like, you know, like they, I I feel like you're giving any actor a hard job to to play because it's like you're really just like you're giving somebody just like a job of just playing somebody that just runs around and asks stupid questions. That's basically <laughs> Jonathan Harker and Dracula is like, what are we going to do? I guess we're going to find this doctor. Doctor, what are we going to do? Oh, I mean, it's, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's, it's just a hard character.
0: You did a really good job playing him just then though. I was really <laughs>
1: impressed. That was the best do <laughs> Jonathan Harker ever. I know. I... <laughs> Which,
2: like, when I kind of, you know, like when I was writing my book, Go Hunt Me, I like thought about that a lot because like when I was thinking about Alex... I wanted her to be like this kind of bland person who was just like trying to depict life as something that just happens to you and just like all the time walking around going like, what's, what am I doing? What's happening? You know, I don't know. And, and then kind of have it be at the end that that was like all fake. And she was, you know, really just like playing it all along.
1: That's what I, I read the book before Amanda did um i got to it first and i was like
0: no no was, no i, I read like this book either. no, no i read right, this book right, a right, while right. ago
1: you're right because I, then I, I think i texted you and went like, oh my god alex is so boring <laughs> and i was just going <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> so I, was confused, I was getting confused with mina um yeah alex no was i read so this book freaking boring. A while ago and then it got to the end and i was like i kept Whenever there's, like, a murder mystery that takes place, a person who's reading it second tends to, like, send the... the, the, Does this happen? Does this happen? And we never tell each other, so I don't even know why. (sighs) so (laughs) great. But I was like... Alex, she stole the money, didn't she steal the money? She stole the money with Regan. Just tell us that they've done that. And she's like, I'm not telling you anything. I mean, this is the luxury of not living like in the same country. I can't just go and bang (laughs) on her door and demand answers. And she's like, I'm not telling you anything. I've got to go to work. Right, okay. And um, I was like, did Alex kill everybody? Just tell us Alex killed everybody because she's such a freaking wet blanket. And I think the wet blanket was the word that you used, but you're like, she's such a wet blanket, but then she murders everybody and I cheered. (laughs) I mean, you know,
0: you know that she's a murderer. She Mm. has to be the murderer the whole time. You're like,
1: she's so unlikable,
0: which is what I like most about her. So... Yeah, I mean, like, I had been coming off
2: of, like, writing, like, my first novel, Fat Girl on a Plane, and then writing Eat Your Heart Out, and I I just felt like I was constantly getting dinged in reviews because my female characters were quote-unquote unlikable, and I just felt so frustrated by that because I felt like they were just being people, you know? I mean, like... Like and people sometimes mess up and people sometimes make mistakes and people sometimes don't like deal with every social situation in the exact right way. And so I was like, you know what? Fine, I'm gonna give you some boring character that is just all the time trying to like,
1: I love my parents, I love my boyfriend, I
2: I love horses, I I you know like and <laughs> just kind of and then at the end you know because i often kind of think that those people that are like manifesting that really like you know overtly nice persona are internally like all messed up so like i i'm like fine you know like this is going to be like outwardly she's going to have this veneer of like oh can i help you carry your books can i do
1: that for you can I? and then just inward
2: she's going to be like and then you know like so all wound up
1: I would like to defend Vivian from "Eat Your Heart Out." I freaking loved her. I cheered her on all the way through. She was not a bland character. I adored the book, and we had quite a quite a heartfelt conversation because I am of the more covetous size, and it was I was going through a massive, desperately needing to see representation of like people who aren't skinny Mm -hmm. in books and. Eat your heart out came at the right, at right moment where it was like, yeah, the big girls can win and the big girls can kick ass. And just because you are carrying extra pounds doesn't mean that you are desperately unfit. You know, you can you can murder a few zombies and save your friends and still be in a size F bra. You know, it's like, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: I believe it for sure.
1: So I, I I will defend every single one of the characters and eat your heart out. I read it twice no i listened to it twice and read it once it was amazing so thank you very much for it (laughs) yeah uh we we
0: really like that one and we really like this one and i think claire i'm pretty sure that you developed a non-sexual crush on kelly devos after (laughs) after we read eat your heart out i'm pretty sure that you did i'm calling you out
1: (laughs) call me out it's true it's yeah it's the hat
2: actually casual (laughs) witch hat
1: (laughs) let's go fry booms together
2: (laughs) i know right
1: (laughs) yes i i I became slightly obsessed and might have listened to everything that you've written oh my gosh you're so
2: sweet (laughs) I, i appreciate you
1: thank
0: you <laughs> that's what happens that's what happens when you know especially then now that you're joining us it's like okay we're done all Kelly DeVos yeah. for the next two months yeah it's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get obsessed Fun And I do we have to have
1: yeah. our schedule already sorted out <laughs> I know I know
0: I'm just glad we were able to I mean make this one work because this month is all vampires all the time and even though there's not actual vampires it still counts yeah, well, I think
2: it should. I mean, you know, we should ask ourselves what really is a vampire.
1: That's a good question. I mean, suckers. Well, to be fair, you, the 1% is all bloodsuckers. At least that's what, you know, they kind of get referred to. Yeah. I think this is true. It's so in the, in the true way of, you know, uh, writers, Bram Stoker, doing their <laughs> vampire books, did you visit Transylvania? or any dracula installed. no i
2: wish that's like on on the bucket list i guess like where i kind of landed is that Bram stoker didn't go there so i kind of just figured like it would probably be okay like mm-hmm. um you know obviously as i'm sure you know like slain's castle in scotland is what they think like which is in the background is which they what they think like his inspiration for his castle was so i looked at a lot of pictures of that and I fictionalized it a lot a lot too and I which I actually kind of felt was better in many ways because you know real castles today are major tourist attractions and so in terms of like if you were to try to set it in a real location it would make very little sense because like most actual fide castles have thousands and thousands of visitors each year so it's like the idea of like them being fairly remote or them being not visited by anybody just wouldn't be very logical so um, yeah, so I fictionalized a lot of it.
1: My, my favorite Bram Stoker fact when he was writing Dracula was that he had like all of the timetables for the trains. So when he mentions how Jonathan Harker travelled to and from Transylvania, the timings are perfect. Oh
2: my gosh, I can believe that about him.
1: <laughs> the, the he seems like that to of detail
2: guy. ridiculous.
0: Yeah.
2: Yep, for sure. He he was he did a lot of research. It's also weird to think about like writing a book in longhand. You know, like writing like writing it out in script, and then like having somebody typeset it. And I mean that that sounds kind of nightmarish, actually. Now that we're talking
1: about it, I can barely write a shopping list anymore. My handwriting is shocking.
2: I know, right? <laughs> Me too. My husband says I have bubble writing. It's like they look like big circles, like. <laughs>
1: Mine looks like a chimpanzee. You just grab the pen and <laughs> went, cheese? Does it say cheese? Let's just get some cheese.
0: Yeah, I definitely have serial killer
1: handwriting if we're going to talk Ooh, about handwriting. That's the it's best name. handwriting I have. <laughs> Is that because you want to ever write, I am going to murder X? Yes. That. Yep, just that's write it. write the clues
2: in that handwriting so you can like try and like find the victim. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah or or do you change your handwriting every time so you use different pressure points and different like curls and cursive time, block text another so then nobody would be able to recognize your handwriting and do any kind of matching Mm. i
2: feel like we should go with the old timey thing of gluing letters from magazines (laughs)
1: yes do you know how long that takes oh yeah i'm sure it takes forever
2: but i'm just (laughs) saying like let's put some artistry into it
1: (laughs) i did it once for a single episode picture for Maureen Johnson's Truly Devious series. And I used it multiple times because that thing took me a week. And that oh isn't oh, great. trying to be even precise and making sure that I didn't have any fingerprints on. It takes freaking forever. I, I know somebody years and years and years ago, they did a, a forensics science course at college it's one of those like you know just for, kind of for fun you don't really get a, 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 an actual qualification at the end and they had to get in touch as for one of the courses with newspaper um productions and ask for untouched newspapers so then they could make their own one of these letters without <laughs> oh my any identifying like de- like hair or fingerprints or anything on there then the the tape that's that was their assignment, their end of course assignment.
2: Yeah, but wow that wouldn't raise suspicion at all. Can you imagine calling up a newspaper and being like, Hello, I would like some untouched <laughs> newspapers, please, for no particular reason.
1: I'm not he doing anything nefarious. nefarious Unmarked. <laughs> to be fair, Jimmy I think John's. our local newspaper was just happy for anybody <laughs> to get in touch with them. <laughs> actual human contact and conversation and it's not just an oh, obituary. Well. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and <Anyway>. you. Oh.
0: <laughs> I had to find an obituary for someone today at at the library oh. speaking of obituaries. It's like we have microfilm. We have a microfilm collection at my library and it's one of my favorite things. Oh, this is a friend. When people yeah. call and ask, like, oh, can you find this from this date? I'm like, yes, I can. I
1: know. We need to bring that back. We really do. We used to have a microfish at um, the la- little library that I used to go to when I was a kid. And I didn't know what I was looking at. I just like playing with it.
0: It's so fun. My favorite thing is to rewind the film.
1: Oh,
2: yeah, that's Yeah, fine. it's
0: really good. <laughs> you know you've loaded it in you've been running it through the machine and then oh it's time to pull it out and as it spins back up that's one of my favorite things to do (laughs) i love it people need to ask me to do more research using our microfilm collection at the library
1: i'm gonna send random emails to the library and ask for
0: (laughs) that's fine that's fine
1: i'll do it i'll do it for you Find me all the ghost stories from 1890 to 1990. Can do. Mint. Okay, so you have tackled zombies. You have tackled vampires. Mm -hmm. What supernatural creature are you going to tackle next? Are we going to get a ghost story, a witch story?
2: I would really like to do something with ghosts. Like, I just feel like that would, that would be like super fun. Right. Um, but I'm also kind of working right now, like on something that's not so like, that's, like more set in the contemporary world. I'm trying to do um, a fat kind of Monte Cristo retelling. Like um, I've always really wanted to do a fat revenge story because I feel like there really aren't very many. And most of the time that when you have, those kinds of stories they're like weight loss stories they're like oh i've got a beach body and now i've got re- you know revenge on you or whatever but i wanted to just do a straight up you know plus size character that was in that kind of monte cristo arc that was getting that was fat and fabulous but just getting revenge on these people that like had to put her in prison so that's what i'm doing right now and it doesn't really have any kind of like monstrous or supernatural mm. element to it but that's That's where things are headed. I just, I just love revenge. I mean, I, I feel like, just we need more revenge.
1: Yes, you have sold. We are, we are there. Oh my god. God.
2: Revenge, yes.
1: Claire, I, I I feel
0: like, I feel like a book theme is coming up for a. I'm already in the list.
1: You're already let's take revenge. revenge. If, if I don't <laughs> write things down, you know I forget. Surprised I haven't got notes do. in the back of my hand today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's great. It's it's in all caps. It literally just says revenge, revenge right, with guess. all the yeah. Yes, There we go. It's in. I love it. I love yeah, it. I love I some Love it. Yeah, I've seen a lot on. um TikTok reel and Instagram reels. I am not on TikTok but I see them like through Instagram and stuff. if um my boyfriend cheated on me and it shows them um being quite cavacious on the larger size, you know. Mm-hmm. The fat the fat girl gets cheated on. Do you think my boyfriend regrets it and like a size zero? And it's like, Well <sighs> um, <sighs> I I don't know how to respond to that then you don't do that for your ex you if you're gonna lose the lose weight you do it for yourself yeah
2: yeah and and plus even if the person did regret it what would that prove it would just prove what you already know that they were a terrible person so like yeah. like what what i mean it's like oh we got a you know he somebody cheated on me because they're a terrible person and i gotta really make the point again that they're a terrible per- i mean i just don't know what it, it establishes but that's just me so yeah they're
0: already um, terrible so yeah. why are you worried about it you know that they're terrible just let them be terrible and fuck off
1: yeah it, it's kind of like the story we've talked about a few times Amanda isn't it where it, there's the beat and the massive breakup and we don't want to see the main character going straight into another relationship because they obviously don't like themselves mm-hmm. and they've got to you know see the, 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 the cliche of you've got to love yourself before you can love anybody else but it's a cliche for a reason but I do like the idea of revenge. Yeah, revenge.
2: yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, more like... like it, I really want to kind of follow the classic kind of Monte Cristo arc. You know, like, there's the movie... With Jim Caviezel or whatever, but that doesn't really follow the novel all that carefully. Like that, that book is not a romance. It is a straight up like you screwed me over and I am making your life a living hell kind of kind of book. And so I really kind of wanted to to play with that and like and the way that kind of like the notions of beauty and class and the intersection of, of that with you know body positivity and, and fat culture. I, I thought that would be really interesting
1: definitely definitely i mean we're
0: creating a, a book theme just to read it and talk about it on the podcast so Hi, i love you guys <laughs> <laughs> you know we're
1: there. i mean it will force you back
0: yeah <laughs> so. right
1: you have been warned yeah. yes you have been oh, i'm it. ridiculously excited for that and then once that's done i want the ghosts to story please right (laughs) i'll just put my requests in now yes no i think it'd be amazing it'd be fantastic are there any plans to do a second follow-up to eat your heart out
2: i would really like to i mean i like i i hope at some point the publisher gets interested in that i had a really like when I originally pitched it to them, I pitched it as like a two or three book series because I had like a book with several ideas for oh. what would happen next. And they were kind of like, well, standalone horror is performing like a lot better for us. But like originally what was going to happen was after the conclusion of the first book, um, Allison's sister um dorian or Didi, as she's called like she was going to kind of like pick up the mantle of like doing the investigation of like what had happened to the zombies and so like vivian was going to go it was going to kind of be like she was the star of this buffy the vampires type type buffy the vampire hunters type tv show and so like they would be traveling all over the place hunting these zombies and then it was going to have this irony of like there's all these characters of various sizes that like don't get ever shown on the screen and they were the real monster hunters and like she was like her main role was like being a fake monster hunter and so it was going to be kind of I thought kind of tropey and funny um so I'm really hopeful that like like maybe at some point the publisher will will consider that so cross your fingers I, I hope that that will happen
1: oh, yes yes, that would be yes. Great. I'd love to yeah. see it like uh, adapted as well on the like Is a TV show, yes, like a limited, like six episode, tight TV show. That would be amazing.
2: Yeah, I would really like that as well. And you know, please uh, send me all your positive vibes. I'm not allowed to announce anything or anything, but there are things happening behind the scenes. So send me all your positive vibes because I we need some good developments.
1: (laughs) You have them. You have them. Sending them all the way because. Damn, I love that oh, book. I, I so loved great. Go Hunt Me as well, but... There was a fat girl who was the lead character, and I'm it's going to... That for me... It was just amazing. <laughs> oh, Anywho, it's October. Did you know it's October? And what do you I do that, in October? Okay. We have Halloween parties. Yes, anyway. we do. So, you're hosting a Halloween party. Which monsters are you inviting? can be named characters if you'd like
2: okay so my question is does this halloween party have really good security like are is there is there going to be some kind of force that like i don't get eaten by these people that i in- invite it's tonight? your party yes. you are the
1: lord and master of all you surveyor.
2: okay so i'm inviting all of the vampires from twilight from all the books like <laughs> like the military everybody i'm inviting all of them i'm inviting all the Anne Rice vampires I'm inviting Frankenstein's monster and then I'm inviting Godzilla just because <gasps> I think that like you yes. got to have Godzilla just like stomping around out there. Yes. So that's going to be my, my party. And maybe like if things kind of get boring, like maybe Mothra could come and it could just be kind of like some kind of like big fight outside. You know, like how there's always like a couple fighting at a party that yeah. would be the fight.
0: <laughs> it's a Godzilla fight outside. I love that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just because oh. everybody in the kitchen just, you know because everybody inevitably goes into the kitchen when there's a party and then you just see these yeah. weird flashes and like what's going on and then everybody tears outside and it's Godzilla and Mothra around the pool fighting <laughs> <laughs> Godzilla I don't the red is just flying everywhere
0: <laughs> that would be fantastic That is
1: amazing
0: I really love that you love Twilight so much because I also
2: love Twilight Yeah, so much. Yeah, it really meant a lot to me. Um, You know, Stephanie Meyer is from Arizona. And right around the time that I was, like, kind of thinking about getting back into writing, like, Twilight had come out. And I really, really love Twilight as a book. But I also think her story is just so inspirational. You know, like, she was a mom at home with her kids and just, you know, in a writing group. And, like, when I read about her, I just thought, like, you know if this is your dream you should try you know be i hate to say like oh well anyone could do it because i, I don't think that you know that i don't want to minimize her success or her talent but i do think there's something like kind of inspirational on in her kind of like well give it you know give it your shot don't don't you know let the fact that you're just like a suburban mom or whatever kind of get in your way of like feeling that like you don't have a story to tell so i feel like her
1: she as a person is inspirational definitely I love that. I wish you would write a sequel to the horse, though. Yeah.
0: I know. <laughs> I want that so
1: much. I adore Twilight. We we covered Midnight Sun uh, when that came out, and it was just we yeah. r- ridiculously excited about the entire entire thing. And then we, when we talked about the horse, we're like, but "Can we have more of this as well?" She does vampires yeah. so good. but we also really enjoyed the horse. She's got a lot of talent. Yeah, she just I, needs time I just
2: wonder what she is doing, because she was supposed to be having like a film production company, but I haven't heard that it's making anything or released anything, so
1: yeah.
2: give us some stuff, Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Isn't there supposed to be a Renesmee story coming out? So Yeah, maybe. Or did Which I, I guess, make that up? I don't know. I don't know. I, could, I, I get reality mixed up all the time. I could have dreamed it. But I, yeah, I and
0: we those. we fanfiction our own stuff all the time, and it's hard. It's hard to keep those
1: things separate. Yeah, it wasn't Midnight Sun that she was releasing, and I've got it mixed up. Have I? I'm questioning my <laughs> own reality. Now. I
2: haven't heard that, but I mean, I'm also yeah. not following it super carefully, so
1: there's a very good chance I'm mixing reality and in fiction. Up again. I'm gonna yes.
2: Google it after we get off of here.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember she made an announcement, and I everyone I was like, "Oh, is it the second host?" And then it wasn't. No, it was that a... was yeah. that Midnight Sun.
0: I think that's when Midnight Sun came out. I thought that was the gender
2: bender Twilight, like the one that <laughs> where, like they swapped
1: the. That was an excellent book, <laughs> <laughs> which proves I that if it. you. If the if if the girls are in charge, they get shit done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not of this yeah. pansying about. Just yeah, it, it didn't it was
0: just one and done. And that was the end of it. Mm. I, loved, oh, I loved I love that I love Twilight. I love it so much. I'm glad we've you know, on on fictional hangover in the before times before Claire was on the podcast, um, with the previous person, we talked about life after death. And then Claire and I talked about midnight sun and now next year we we might be talking about Twilight. Mm-hmm. Vampire, Vampire club. club. Vampire <coughs> book. It's gonna be good. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. It's gonna be so much. Gonna... It's gonna
1: be like we're gonna regress There's to gonna... our teenage state of squeeze. It's
0: gonna be so much <laughs> fangirling and everyone's just gonna have to deal with it. <laughs>
1: We've already asked the big question though. We've we already asked would you rather be on Team Edward or Team Jacob? I think we need to delve a bit further into the Cullen family. Yeah, I yeah.
2: yeah. Definitely. I also I feel like Team Edward is the only acceptable answer to that question, but that's just me.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, it's if not you'd... just you because it's the right answer. Yeah, it's the it's the only correct <laughs> answer. Right? There is only one answer. <laughs>
0: oh my
2: gosh um yeah there's team edward or team what is wrong with you but anyway
1: yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think for some of our friends we will accept team charlie ah okay okay <sighs> do you love
0: charlie
1: team charlie, charlie team
0: <laughs> team volturi really is where is where my loyalty is going to lie forever yeah, that makes sense. I need all of the poultry. It's going to pay day. off in the long term, for sure. Yeah.
1: Especially if Michael Sheen's involved.
0: I love Michael Sheen. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Creepy, high-pitched laugh when he meets Renesmee. <laughs> so good. We don't need to talk about Twilight anymore right now. We need to... What's What's something else that we can talk about? We've talked about hosting our halloween party and your monsters. Oh, what's your favorite horror movie? Um, so I love classics like Psycho and it, and I
2: know this isn't a movie but I am like a huge fan of Mike Flanagan, so I love like The Haunting of Hill House and oh. and Midnight Mass and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Those are like yeah, my faves. Yeah, so last week I saw Barbarian, and that's oh. actually probably going to go on one of my lists. Like I, yes. my poor husband, I think I probably like almost squeezed his hand off. I just thought it was like so psychologically gripping and like kind of terrifying. Yes. Um, so that's definitely going on there.
0: So yeah, those are kind of some of my favorites. Oh, that was really good. We we saw that one, and uh, we actually went to see Smile this Oh, yeah, week. was that good?
2: That's kind of on my list for October.
0: Yeah, I was really into it. I really liked it a lot. It had some, had some good, uh, really good jump scares and like music, the music was really good. You know, just the background, like, oh no, you know, you're building up to something great. That was,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that was the really good.
1: The music got all y. It's like in a horror mm-hmm. game, you know, if the music gets all musicy, you know, something's going to happen.
0: Yes. If the music gets musicy, you know, something terrible is going to happen. And that, mm-hmm. some of that happened.
1: Absolutely. I enjoyed it. I liked yeah. it a lot. Fun times. I c I wanna see I wanted to see the invitation as well. Have you either of you seen oh, that? Oh yes. Yeah, I
2: wanted to see that too, but I didn't get to see it before it was out of the theaters. Oh. Like it's not showing here anymore.
1: So Yeah, I enjoyed that one.
0: Yeah, that looks good.
1: There's another one coming out that's vampire Dracula based. And for the life of me it's completely gone out of my head. Superfan Constance told us about it. Um, it's kind of a twist where it's the 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 main character looks to actually be Mina Harker um, as a vampire, mm-hmm. and for the life of me, I can't remember what it's called. But it's yeah, due I out can't... quite soon. Yeah, um, I can. I I'll tell you right now. She she obviously isn't listening to this recording, but Constance knows that I'm talking about this. Yeah. and I wish I could remember what it was.
2: Okay, yeah, you're gonna have to put it in the comments.
0: Yeah, we're gonna have to. I know you'll think of it. You're gonna get a weird like message in the middle of the night, and it's gonna be from Claire since she's on the other side of the world. Mm. So just look forward to that because it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen.
1: Oh, it's. I'm. Um quickly trying to...
0: Now she's trying to find it, so we just trying. need to give her a few seconds. No, just you carry on. carry
1: on. Talk horror movies for a second. Mm. And why the Frighteners will be a new favorite movie.
0: Oh, yeah, you're going to have to watch Frighteners for sure. Yeah, I'm going to do this. I am going to do this. Last week, we talked to Amy McCaw, who wrote Mina and the Undead and Mina and the Slayers, and... Um, mm-hmm. we talked to her before when Mina and the Undead came out and there was mention of Candyman. And so because I fangirled about Candyman so hard, she put more Candyman into Mina and the Slayers and I was really, really happy. It was like, that's for oh me. <laughs> that's my Candyman stuff. I I would Candyman. argue that
1: the only reason Candyman got in there was because we mentioned it. And yeah, if it, it wasn't be. in there, then the entirety of the plot would have made sense. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is oh,
2: funny. That's fantastic. Fun oh
0: times. Fun, so good.
1: Um. Okay, it's got Justin
0: Long in. Oh! And it's not barbarian? I don't Yeah, it's going to be two horror movies, really? I mean, I like Justin Long. That's fine. Ooh, my pump is beeping at me.
2: Yeah, but how many times is he going to get killed in a row? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: I love him. Oh no, I typed Justine Long. That's not how you spell his name.
1: House of Darkness. Oh. darkness okay well now I'm we, got we got there we got there
2: we did he it it's
1: Hap jackson I've, I've... it's got kate bosworth in i've literally had to do a search on the group chat constance can stop i did screaming nothing at me.
2: but i'm claiming credit i just sat here
0: <laughs> oh awesome <laughs> it has a 4.6 out of 10 on IMGb. Oh, it looks
1: terrible Aww. but it looks terribly good at the same time there for it I love bad yeah. horror movies. Yeah, I can't wait. Okay. Bargain basement horror is some of the best. It's
0: really, really good.
1: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we have talked about Rubber, where it's literally. I was about to say in. we literally.
0: we recommended Rubber like an hour ago, so <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm here for this. It's gonna be good. Oh,
1: so, on, on, be on, well, as we wrap up, homework assignment, Kelly is The Frighteners, Rubber, and what was the other one? Well, one of the um, yeah. yeah.
2: frighteners, yes. That's I don't know one. about slither though because I just can't do snakes. So we'll see, we'll see. I'm it's not committing not snakes, to that.
1: I was aliens, aliens, <laughs> it you know, like snakes, it's, it's slugs. Uh, they're not snakes, oh, oh, they're slugs. snakes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it's that got- worse?
0: Did we make it worse? Yeah, and that doesn't
2: you know, that's I don't know. I don't know. I'm not committing to that, but I am committing to the other two. So You really need to watch. But
1: I'm so hungry. <laughs> it's so funny. It's um, got Elizabeth Banks in as well as Nathan Fillion. And it's got um oh gee, Michael Rooker in, who plays mm. the douchebag I love sheriff. Michael Rooker. He's called Grant Grant. I mean that's his character's name. Oh gosh. It's a really That's
2: bad. Yeah,
1: you're gonna have to watch it. It's 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 amazing. Check it check it out on IMDB or something and then have a look and then go, you know what? All right. You know what? I'm
0: gonna do okay, it.
1: Okay, okay. Well, I will I will look at it. I will commit to that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh my goodness. But rubber and the frighteners definitely. Yeah. <laughs> We, ne- we need to get Jackson Ford, uh, not Jackson Ford, well, no, J- Jackson Ford as well. We need to get Peter Jackson to start hooking us up with some sweet, sweet commission money here. We really it's do. We're, we're getting people to watch his <laughs> stuff all over the place. If Hollywood <laughs> Pete, bigwig Peter Jackson would like to sponsor Fictional Hazzle, we're well, just... You know, do he <laughs> you should, you That's should do that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's going to be who finally sponsors fictional hangover. Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. Sure. Her
2: big wig, Peter Jackson. Not even movies. one of his movies, just him personally. It'll be like sponsored by <laughs> Peter Jackson.
1: <laughs> yep. That's what we live for. You could have our little logo on like a phone somebody's listening to us on Spotify, yeah. Apple, Google, where, all, where Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everywhere. All good
0: Everywhere too. you listen to podcasts, that's right. Oh
1: my and YouTube. god! YouTube. And sometimes you can watch us.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh, we need to we need to stop now. We need to stop. We've kept Kelly for more than an hour, and it's just us being stupid. So <laughs> we need to let Kelly go.
1: It's so fun to hang out with you guys. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. Where can people find you? And do you have anything coming out that you would like to shout out slash promote?
2: Um, well, you can always find me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm just Kelly DeVos, and then I'm online at Um, I don't have a release date for anything right now, but be on the lookout for my Monte Cristo thing. I'm hopeful it'll
0: be coming to shelves, you know, sooner rather than later. Yes, and then we'll drag you back on the show, and then be so it'll fun. be perfect. Cool. I, you.
2: Thanks. Yes. I definitely appreciate you guys having me. It was so fun.
1: Thank you very much. We yeah, really thanks
2: so
0: much for joining us. us. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. All right. Thank you. Bye. 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 See you guys later. Bye. See you, See you for revenge. <laughs> so that's it for this bonus episode of Fictional Hangover. I'm Amanda. And I'm Chloe. Join us next time as we discuss Waistcoats and Weaponry, Finishing School Book the Third by Gail Carriger.
1: can find us at fictionalhangover.com follow us on instagram at fictional hangover find us on facebook at facebook.com fictional hangover and on twitter at fictional hangover no er if you'd like this episode check out our others and rate review and subscribe so you don't miss out and finally special thanks to liz emerson for our music you can find her on facebook and patreon thanks for listening